I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life goes up and it goes down. I know my mom taught me that. I figured why we fool around so little. And we keep track of time Being so serious Idiots Thinking it will matter Keep me company downtown Before the clock runs out Sun is shining but the rain is welcome too Friends are nearby, don't need another view Time is not on my mind but then it's you Oh, I love it when the love comes around And then I remember all things must pass But I'm not gonna wake up, wake up I'm not ready, let me have another day Don't wake up, wake up Keep it steady, cause I'm happy I'm not gonna wake up No, no, not yet, whoa No, not yet, whoa No, no, not yet, whoa I'm afraid I'll end up nowhere Life goes up and it goes down See those lyrics, aren't they just amazing? I mean, I picked them because life goes up and it goes down Like the minute I heard that, I thought oh, That's so nuts Because I decided that my podcast was called Rollercoaster And what do rollercoasters do? They go up and they go down What goes up must come down, as they say um, But also, just like Life goes up and it goes down do, do. I know my mom taught me that I figured why we fool around So little Sorry, I'm not, this isn't a karaoke Someone actually messaged me um, Like some middle-aged man Bald man Not that being bald has anything to do with it Because my dad is bald And he is a wonderful middle-aged man But some middle-aged bald man Replied to my story or something Messaged me saying was rollercoaster live just you doing some shitty karaoke for two hours? I'm like, no, it freaking wasn't. So anyway, in case he's listening, I better not sing too much in case I give him the wrong end of the stick. But I just, I just thought we should really give a shout out to the girl Mia who sings my podcast intro. I wonder if she knows. No, she definitely doesn't. 
<laughs> wow, I just really put myself up on a peg that I do not deserve to be on yet. But the goal could be one day roller coasting is big enough that Mia, the singer of that song, knows that that is the literal intro and outro to every single one of my podcast episodes. Imagine that. But hello, 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 hello. Bonjour. How are we all doing, my roller coaster riders? It's been a fortnight. It's been two weeks. Um, I didn't put out a podcast episode last week, which I can only apologise for. But I must say, see, this season, I mean, I shouldn't be so proud of it. Like, I mean, I decided to commit to this. So the fact that I'm waving this about with pride is bad. But I'm going to do it anyway. This season, I've been really, really consistent, not missing anything. But last week, last week, sorry, I did skip an episode because I was in recovery mode from rollercoasting live. Oh yeah! So rollercoasting live was like a week and a half ago now. Um, so last week, I thought, you know what? My brain was bamboozled. The brain had nothing in it. There was, it was hollow. You could knock it absolute side note right but I just took a drink of my water and it's in my Stanley cup I don't know if I have repetitive strain injury in my left thumb but like see if I put my thumb at any more than like a a 10 degree angle it's in so much pain but I was thinking it must be from being on my phone look I like anyone else my age is on my phone way more than they should be (gasps) sorry hiccup one hiccup do you know I do one hiccup a day every day I don't think one day of my life has went by where I've not done at least one hiccup when I was a baby I had like constant hiccups like I was all the damn time never without hiccups when I was young thank god not anymore because having hiccups is downright annoying do you know one thing that I can't eat without getting hiccups bread I'm not supposed to eat bread anyway. Maybe that's what I get because I, I do have a gluten intolerance. But I, I do say fuck the gluten intolerance. But I do get the hiccups when I eat bread. And microchips. McCain's microchips. <gasps> wow. Those are so nostalgic. I've not had them in so long. I used to get home from school and my dad would give me and Paul a wee box each. And it was in a little black box and you like ripped open the middle and it would make the noises you ripped it we always got the crinkle cut ones bung in the microwave bit of salt bit of pepper bob's your uncle sit down on the couch watch disney channel for the rest of the night those were the days what do the kids watch these days because when i was young it was that so raven sweet life and deck hannah montana obviously uh, wizards of waverly place on nickelodeon you had iCarly, zoe 101 big time rush well, I don't know if many people might stuck around that long to watch that, but that that was good. Anyway, sorry. Where was I? The hiccups. Oh yeah, I done my one daily hiccup a day. But where was I before that? Uh... Oh, my thumb, my thumb. So I do think I have repetitive strain injury and that would make sense with my screen time and how much it's on type, 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 typing. But weirdly, it's not sort of to type but it's sore to do things like hold a water bottle or do the dishes or something like that it's been sore for days Mm. I think I need like physio in my thumb is that an option sorry I am getting so damn sidetracked this is literally the longest introduction of all time um quick catch up so 
at the weekend actually went out. I know, you know, I haven't been like going out. No, actually recently, that like this year, I know we're only a few weeks into the year, I actually have been going out quite a lot. So take that statement back. But I've not been in my going out era anymore, like the way I used to be, like two years ago, one year ago, whatever. Um, but I went out the weekend there. It was one of my friend's birthdays, shout out to Liv. We went drunk bowling, we went to a pub and then we went back to one of her friend's house. And all I could think about now that I am the grand old age of 25 and as I embark on my later 20s. Oh, yuck. Sorry, the fact that I'm going to be 26. Oh, bye. Bye, driver. Um, but all I could think about was, oh my God, this hangover on Sunday. I can't. I can't do this. Because see how hungover I was the day after Rollercoaster Live? I thought, I, that's it. I'm teetotal. I will never even let a drop of alcohol come near these lips ever again but anyway I did find myself necking back the tequilas absolutely wasted on Saturday but I went home at a good time I was in bed for like 1 1am half 1am I had a McDonald's oh my god the McSpicy the Frank's McSpicy wow McDonald's have really done something there. So I had a McDonald's, I took some paracetamol, I drank lots of water, I got like eight hours sleep, woke up on Sunday, fresh as a daisy. Not a problem, managed to still have a nice day, do nice things. That's how you do it. It's all about getting a good night's sleep. Yesterday, just done some work during the day, as you do on a Monday. And then last night was the Love Island final. Woo! Congrats to Tom and Molly, the new Love Island All-Star winners. This season, I was absolutely hooked. I generally think I might have only missed one episode of the full season. Apart from the um, unseen bits, I never really watched that because I just was normally busy on a Saturday night. But... I honestly think I honestly missed only one episode. I was really, really hooked. And I feel like when everyone first heard that Love Island was doing All-Stars, we were all a bit, myself included, about like, really? Like, are we just recycling old content, getting old people on it? Like, what's the point in that? However, I think it really worked. And I think this is the most... Oh, two haircuts today. Well, look who you um, I think this is the most hype around Love Island I've seen it in quite a while. I could be wrong. I mean, the, the people at ITV will certainly know more than me. But I do feel like this season, everyone was absolutely gripped to it. I actually also, like, when I first knew about this, I thought, oh, they're all going to know each other. Because, like, I feel like all the Love Islanders know each other. Maybe they've spoke to each other, kissed each other. I don't know, went a little bit further with each other. Cheeky cheekies. So I thought, oh, that's just going to be boring. But actually, I think that worked really well. Like, I liked that they had history together and they knew each other. Because see, when you think about it, how, oh my God. I mean, poor souls, but it does make great TV. Oh my God, imagine being in a villa with your ex. Like, Calm and Molly, bless their souls. I'd, I do low-key wish they got back together, but I also feel bad saying that because they're, they're really just trying to tell the world that they are done, so, like, we need to just trust that. But that would have been really nice, to be honest, to come out of Love Island All-Stars. But, oh, my God, I would actually collapse. I would I'd generally collapse. And not even, like, in a bad way. Like, 
It's just, it's just, it's just, it's weird. Imagine watching your ex move on right before your eyes. So anyway, that's why I think uh, Love Island All-Stars really, really worked. But now Love Island All-Stars is done. So my 9pm slot every night is once again freed up. What does one do with the 9pm slot? Like genuinely, what do we do? For five weeks of my life, 9pm was uh -uh, marked off the calendars. I am busy. It is in the diary. I have an appointment with my couch and Love Island on the TV. What do we do? What as a nation do we do with the 9pm slot? I actually have started watching and it's paused on my TV right now. I've started watching One Day on Netflix. No one ruin it. No one say a thing. I fucking ugh, seen a TikTok and I seen a word which I won't say because I'm not going to ruin it for anyone the way this TikTok has potentially ruined it for me. I seen a word and I was like... <gasps> Shot myself. But I can't understand how this wouldn't, like, like I've, I've not put two and two together yet and I'm not going to look at any spoilers. But I have started watching One Day. I'm on episode four currently. That is paused. I'm not going to get back to watching that after I'm done with you lot. Um, and I'm also going to finish my book tonight. I've, I've made that promise to myself. I've read The Weekend Away, it's called. I would really recommend. This is my first book to get back into reading and I've really, really enjoyed it. So that is my night's plans. Who asked again? <laughs> but I'm sure all of us Love Island fanatics will have a Love Island-shaped hole in our heart and we'll have to fill that void with something else. I mean, I've just gave you two things you could go and do to fill that void. But... The point is, Love Island really does get us in a chokehold and see whether you like it or not. You cannot deny that Love Island is inescapable. Like, even if you are a hater of Love Island and you're one of these people, oh, load of shite, daft, nope, nope, aka my dad, you still, you still know a bit about it. You know what it entails. Everyone's talking about it. If you go to work, they'll be talking about it. If you're on public transport, someone's probably talking about it. It's probably in your group chat. There's no avoiding Love Island. And I just don't know a show quite like it. So I've decided for this week's topic, it would be quite fitting to talk about Love Island. And one thing that's funny, when um, I had my brief single time, people were saying to me, oh my God, will you go on Love Island? Like, you need to go on Love Island, like blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's also, a, not that I've ever tried to apply for Love Island, but I can imagine it's not as simple as me just deciding, yeah, I'll go on Love Island and then I got on. I'm sure it's quite an intricate procedure to get onto it but people did always ask that um and I suppose if you're in my kind of line of work then it's not like the most far-fetched idea in the world I, I'm sorry I must reiterate that I'm not saying I could get on it I mean if they see me right now they definitely not be putting me on it but I can understand why it's like a thought that comes into people's mind if you do do social media already and I never really had an answer for it I think I know my answer but I'm going to withhold it from you right now and I've decided for this week's episode we can have a really in-depth, deep... In-depth and deep are the same thing, aren't they? Okay. Um, in-depth and deep conversation about, about Love Island. It's pros, it's cons and ultimately I will reach the decision of whether or not I will go on it in the parallel universe that we do not live in but I am a single Pringle and ready to mingle. Let's get all my fit. Oh my god, longest introduction in the whole wide world. Don't wake up, wake up. Keep it steady, cause I'm happy. I'm not, I'm not gonna wake up, wake up. I'm not ready, let me have a night. 
start with the pros. It's always nice to be positive, isn't it? So the pros of being on Love Island. One, the long ass holiday. When else, unless you're like traveling or backpacking or whatever, when it or like a season abroad. Okay, do you know what? There's actually plenty of other examples of how you can spend this long on holiday. But for talking sakes, for this episode's purpose, the long ass holiday, that is something I've always thought, oh, yes, please. Being in the sun for that long, not having the usual mundane responsibilities you would have at home for that long. With the long ass holiday comes the suntan. I mean, I personally am lucky. Well, I mean, not lucky. Some people don't care to be tanned. But I appreciate my skin's tone because it does take a good tan. And if I was on holiday for that many weeks, what, five to eight weeks? Why was All Stars so short? And why did All Stars not do Casa more? That, that would have been the cherry on top of the cake, wouldn't it? I was waiting for that. And surely lots of the previous Islanders would have been up for that. Anyway, maybe I can pitch that to them for the next All-Star season. Um, but say you're on Love Island for like the full the full time. It can be like, what, five, somewhere between five and seven, eight weeks, some along that region. If I was in the sun that long, all my skin would be an absolute gorgeous bronze tanned colour. So what is not to love there? Tick, tick. I think another good positive is the phone detox. Like, how mad that those islanders are going, like, a month, maybe two months, without being on their phone. That is really, really sad to admit, but I genuinely cannot even begin to imagine or fathom how that must feel. Like, I would feel like I have lost a limb. Maybe it would feel fine because you're in the villa and nobody has their phone. Whereas if it was like, I'm sitting in my flat and I don't have my phone, everyone around me has their phone. So I am the odd one out and I probably would feel the absence much more. But that is really crazy and I think very beneficial to have no screen time for all that time, a phone detox. And just to go back to like good old fashioned communication, you speak face to face, you speak in person, no text messages, no Instagram, no WhatsApp, no nothing. Just face-to-face, the real deal. I think that would be nice. It would also help with my current repetitive strain injury I have on my thumb right now. Meeting new friends. I, do you know what I love? One of the best things I love about Love Island in all the seasons gone by is the friendships. Like, Chris and Kem. Are they still best buds? I hope they are. I'm sure they are. But like the iconic friendships that come out of it and watching a friendship like bloom and blossom. And I personally think I'm quite good at making new friends. So I feel like I would make lots of friends in Love Island. And you can become so close to someone so fast in there because their one day in that villa is probably like the equivalent of a week outside the villa. Like they are stuck with each other 24 7 there's no getting away from them there's no saying bye see you tomorrow they literally even sleep in the same bedroom so you can imagine that connections form so much faster than they would in the real world and I know some people might think it's like unrealistic like oh how can you be like best 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 friends with someone you've only known six weeks well because in there that probably feels like six months so I get it and I think that would be so nice 
meeting new people, new best friends that you can keep forever and ever and ever. Stunning. The whole purpose of the show is for the next one. Potentially falling in love. I mean, what I think is so magical about that, obviously there's argument of people, are they going on it to find love or are they going on it for some of the other things I'm about to mention? Who knows? But if I was going on it, I would be going on it for, for a mix of reasons, 100%, and I will get to that in the end. But definitely I would be going on it in the hope of finding love. And what a nice way to find love, right? Like, if you go into this villa, apart from the all-stars, that's obviously different. They all did kind of know each other. But in a normal year gone by, the chances of knowing anyone in there are really, really, really slim, right? So you're walking into this villa in a stunning location in either Mallorca or South Africa. You're getting into this villa, and you are looking incredible. Like you have been going absolute ham at the gym. You've been eating good. You're feeling good. You've been working towards this Love Island goal for a long time, right? So you're feeling the most confident version of yourself, ready to tackle the world, ready to meet that Prince Charming of yours. And you get in the villa and this guy comes in and you just instantly hit it off and you get to spend every day with them, you get to learn so much about them, like, you just, you just fall in love, I mean, what a magical way to fall in love, no, like, outsiders' opinions, like, things at home factoring into it, work getting in the way, just everything that could be difficult in a relationship is just, poofed, gone, I mean, you do need to tackle it when you get out, so there's the downside to that one, but, in that moment, for those weeks or months that you spend in the villa, that is literally magic. Imagine going into the villa single, not knowing who you're about to meet and leaving with potentially the love of your life. Like think of the couples who have went the full way, like Alex and Olivia. Love them so much. So, so, so much. Um, Jamie and Camilla. We've got Cara and Nathan. I mean, I know they split up for a while, but I know that they are back together again. There's so many couples. Molly, May and Tommy. Like, they're just they're just probably going to live together forever and ever and ever and be married and they have a wee baby Bambi and they might have more babies. Like, they're just set up for life and they didn't even know each other before they went in. That is a huge selling point to go on Love Island. <laughs> The next pro is definitely a pro and a con, but we'll talk about it right now as a pro because we're not on our cons, we're positive only right now. So a pro can be the publicity that comes from you being on national TV at prime time. You're on a channel that everybody has on their TV. I'm sure, well, I, <laughs> I can't speak for everyone. I am not the TV licensing. Oh gosh, do I have a story about that, by the way? Can I tell this story? Oh, I don't know. I have fully paid my TV license. I do have a TV license. And I know a lot of people probably don't have a TV license. I, I Actually, I know for a fact some people don't have TV licenses. I do now have one. It was £160. £160. I'm already paying Sky monthly. Had to buy the TV. Why am I paying £160 for a TV license? But let's just say I learned the hard way with that one. I don't know if I can disclose anything else about that. Anyway, moving on. Um, yeah, ITV2, 
I'm sure most people have it on their TV. 9pm is the time that probably most people watch TV. The day's done, the dinner's done, the dishes are done, their feet are up on the couch and we're putting on TV for a wee hour before we go to bed. And you're on Love Island that everyone, I honestly don't think there's anyone between the ages of 12 and 40 who don't know what Love Island is. So the publicity you can get from that is mad like I genuinely it's got to be one of the most effective ways of getting noticed it has to be it has to be there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care plush care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe fda approved weight loss medications like wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Like, how quickly you can go on Love Island. Say you went on Love Island with... 4,000 followers you could come out and have 400,000 you could even have a million followers and I just don't know where else you would get that kind of publicity so that can be and I'm speaking about it as a pro right now so that is amazing like if you want to be like oh I, I never normally pronounce my t's like that want if you want to be known and you would like to pursue a career in like media or social media or like that kind of world then that is a huge 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 pro and if you're someone like Molly Mays admitted that she did go on it for publicity as well as obviously finding love does she's hashtag engaged but she did go on it like with a business mind on as well and I mean look at what look at what she's done with her life and what she's done with that opportunity so that is, a, of course, a huge pro. I also, though, want to mention at that point, like using Molly May as an example, she is probably the not the only one, but probably the only one to her level. I think I could be, I could generally be wrong. A lot of Love Islanders have come off and been amazing. Like they literally are probably set up for life. Like they're doing such cool things. Like literally hats off to them. There's so many wonderful people who've done wonderful things with their career. But Molly May, I feel like she came on and she was work, 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 work. And I feel like she just didn't ever seem to step a foot wrong. Like she just always was in in things right away, done it so, so well. So yeah, it's a pro going on Love Island, but just because you go on Love Island doesn't mean you're going to come out and have the success of Molly May. Anyway, that, sorry, that's in the con section. But I just wanted to say, I don't think Molly May is just successful because she went on Love Island. I think she's also worked her arse for it. Worked her arse off for it as well. Another and kind of final pro I thought of is like how your life could really change after being on Love Island. Like 
And again, this doesn't happen for absolutely everyone who steps foot on Love Island, but you could go into Love Island having a job that you're not really like passionate about, but it does the job, pays the bills, kind of. Like it's, say you're on like a normal salary, nothing like overly fulfilling. I'm not saying normal salary jobs are not fulfilling. I'm absolutely categorically not saying that, but you know what I mean, right? You could go on in that position and then you could potentially leave having all of these followers, all of these brand deals, all these different managers wanting to work with you, all these new opportunities, and suddenly your life is just completely different to how it was before. Not everybody wants that life, but some people do. And if you do want that life and you do have that outcome, then of course that's a huge pro that you couldn't look at that in a bad way whatsoever. Like some people will come off of island and make crazy 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 money that literally two months ago just was not even on the cards like like two months ago brands didn't know your name and now two months later you're getting offered like six figure deals to work with them like that can and does happen for some people which is of course absolutely fucking amazing what is not to love so those were some of the pros that spring to mind when I think about me and uh parallel universe as a single pringle and considering going on love island here are some cons that i think of also when i think of going on love island being out of touch with the world do you know they don't even know the time they literally don't even know what time it is that i just don't think i could do that like i'm very like how would i describe myself i'm very particular as a person like i'm quite Reg- regimented is that the word I need a routine I like to get up at the same time every day I like to do certain things at the same time every day I don't do well when like control of my day is taken away from me like I really excel in being self-employed didn't excel when I worked in an office and that's because I don't really call the shots oh gosh that makes me sound really bossy but I just do better when I'm in my world I'm in my zone and I know what's going on the thought of not knowing the time makes me feel like really sick and really anxious like that really freaks me out and just not knowing what's going on like at home like what are your friends and family up to not knowing what's going on in the news not that I sit down and watch the news every day but like if I wanted to watch it, I could. I can quickly go on my phone and be updated with the world if I want to have a quick look. Like, that does kind of scare me being really, like, isolated in this villa, albeit stunning, gorgeous villa surrounded by new friends and potentially the love of your life. But it kind of does freak me out being, like, like, zapped away. I'm not saying that would be a, a whole no for me when it comes to like any situation like that. Like, to like the jungle, I'm a celebrity guy, I'm out of here. I'd go on that. Not that I'm a celebrity, but if I ever reach this status, cool. And I don't know if they know the time and they don't have their mobile phones, but that is one con. And this is like contradictory to one of the pros I said, making new friends, which is a pro and I stand by that. But I do also think a con is not being with your usual family and friends. Like say you have been majorly fucked over by the boy you really like, right? And you're literally shattered. You're in bits. You're so upset about it. But you're not, you don't have your best friends to just like pick you up and make you feel better. 
I mean, I'm sure you, you do feel like the people in the villa are your best friends and arguably they, they would be your best friends. I've, I've not experienced it to know how close you feel to them. But I do think in a time of me being really upset about something, I personally would need the comfort of my longest best friends or my family. Like, see when Zara, oh my God, bless her, see the, was that season three or season two? When Zara, who was Miss GB, got stripped of her title, not having her mum or friends around her, oh, honestly, that is that is so sad. That's really, really sad. I know being stripped of Miss GB to some people doesn't seem like a heartbreaking thing, but like I'm sure she worked really, really hard for that. I'm sure she was so proud of it. Being stripped of that and not having like your familiar settings around you, for me personally, I wouldn't do well in that situation. Some people would. Some people fine with that but I think I would personally struggle with that potentially being mugged off and the whole world being able to watch it unfold there's nothing there's absolutely nothing wrong with being fucked over right I have been fucked over majorly in the past beyond words and I'm not embarrassed about it and anyone who like is close friends with me knows about it and I laugh about it and that's my way of dealing with it but would I like everyone to have watched that unfold? Definitely not. Like, I can tell people I trust with the information, people I feel comfortable with the information, but having that for everyone to see, I think would be really hard. And also having that on, literal, on the TV forever, like, anyone can go back and watch it on iPlayer or on YouTube, whatever, that that like evidence of something that really hurt you always been there I think would be so hard I think that would be really really hard having something that you don't like in a situation that made you really sad being on the tv forever it's a very scary thought being filmed 24 6 because I'm sure they have Saturdays off so being filmed all day every day for six days out of seven Poof, that would be hard work I can't even imagine how hard that would be. From my only experience of filming a TV show, it's obviously a very, very, very different setup to Love Island, but that would be quite exhausting, I think. And I don't know, just like imagine, I'm sure they wouldn't keep it in it, but like imagine you farted or something. <laughs> I would have a real problem with the burps. I am a burper, right? And I have to really edit them out of the podcast, whatever, pause when I know it's coming. Like, would they catch me burping? And just, like, being filmed for that length of time, imagine you're on your period or something. When I'm on my period, I'm crabby, I'm moody, I'm probably quite unreasonable, I'm not friendly, I'm not, like, the nicest bubbly soul. Like, fuck being filmed on a day like that. I mean, I don't know how it works. I don't know if there is days they get to say, look, no, the day, pal. I mean, I can't imagine they get days like that. Who... I really don't know. But being filmed all the time for that length of time, I think is quite daunting. Like, imagine you're just in a bad mood one day or, like, they catch a bad moment of you. Like, everyone everyone has bad moments, you know? Like, I say things in the heat of an argument that I might not, not, might not necessarily mean 20 minutes later. So that is definitely quite scary as well. I've put this down as a con because this would be a con for me personally, but so many people have absolutely thrived off this and this isn't me like being like, oh, if you're a cancer, blah, blah, blah. But 
being in Casa more. I personally would be so gutted if I went through this whole interview um, process and I've been selected and I'm so, 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 so excited. I can't believe I'm actually going on Love Island. And then they tell you that you're on Casa more. Like I feel so bad for people who are in Casa more. I feel like they just don't, not even I feel like, it's just a fact that they don't have the same shot at such an amazing opportunity as everyone in the main villa has. Like if you're in there from day dot, people have a lot of time to get to know the real you and the TV, like, you know, can capture you and your absolute best the public really get to know you if you're in Casa more, it's like you have what three days or something to grab someone's attention in the villa and grab everyone watching at home's attention and it's a tv show remember so like the production and the editors and all that have control over what goes on so like there generally is only so much you could do if I was going on Love Island and I got put in Casa more, I personally would be really gutted but I mean so many positive things can come from it I mean I I'm obviously friends with Lydia I, I said obviously well poor name drop in there but Lydia Cara who was on um Love Island she went in Casa more and she just absolutely bossed it. I mean, she's a full-time influencer. She's a very successful influencer. She's just a, she's just amazing at what she does. So she really, when life gives you lemons, she made lemonade. But not everybody can get to do that. And it's, it's sad. I'd be absolutely gutted. A huge, huge, huge con here is bad publicity. So, for example, and... and so Georgia Steele, right, in this this season, she did move quite mad. She really did. She moved in some mad ways. There's no denying that. But I've, I'm saying this as well because I heard Hannah and Liberty doing a, like a interview afterwards and they were like, but yous aren't seeing like what Georgia's actually like. And that is so sad. And of course, that I, I can totally believe that because we're watching one hour, like one small condensed hour a night of their 24 hours. So we're only seeing small, small, small snippets. And I think that's what you need to remember about any TV show. You're only seeing a tiny snippet of the whole thing that's been filmed. And it's like, okay, so... Georgia made a couple of mad moves and that was entertaining for the public to watch. So, of course, they're only really going to include when she's moving mad and not when she's just being like her natural, normal self with the girls and other boys, whatever. So I feel like there is that risk of if you do one little small thing, then all the other things that you do that are also questionable will 100% be filmed because that aligns with the last crazy thing you've done. Does that make sense? Um, yeah, that would be scary because I'm sure Georgia like would be a wee bit like, oh, there were so many nice moments it's not been included, but they've definitely included all the ones surrounding like her and the Calm and Toby situation. So that would certainly be um, a hard pill to swallow. I've wrote down having an expiry date. That sounds really, really harsh. I, I really don't like that sentence. But that is that is like what a lot of like Love Islanders say as well. It's like, okay, so you came off one season. Everyone knows who you are. You're so relevant. Everyone's talking about it. Amazing, amazing, amazing. But as soon as the next season starts, everyone just starts being interested in those people and they kind of start to forget who was on it before. I'm not saying that that's what I do but I'm just saying that is the kind of general consensus and 
it's, it's like it's the harsh sort of reality of it so I think that would be like a lot of pressure like you then have to think really 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 fast that you have to use that time really wisely to make sure you're memorable and make the right next steps so that you can continue staying relevant like that would be really scary that's a lot of pressure and yeah just a general scary thought like you would have to come out and be really 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 wise with your time because fast forward six months or a year depending on if they do the winter season or not people are just on the next the next thing and if all does go well and you know you've done really well love island you've stayed in long you've gained all these followers you come out I think it's such a pro in so many ways. Like if your goal was to go on the show and come out and have all these followers, you don't have to go back to the job that you've done previously. You've got all these brand deals. If that was your goal, amazing. I'm sure you'd be absolutely delighted when you come out and see that is now your reality. But something that is probably also really scary and could potentially be a con is, is how quickly your life changes. Like... If you, before, before going on Live Island, say you had a really normal, not normal amount of following, it's all your kind of hometown, people you know, blah, 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 you worked in an office job, you come out, all of a sudden you have hundreds of thousands of followers, like 500,000, all the way up to like a million or something. That is a huge, huge, huge dump that very, very few people in the world would ever have to experience or figure out how to navigate so all of a sudden you're doing that you're not going back to your old job you're in a brand new industry that you might not have experience in before everything is just flipped upside down and although there's absolutely no denying that would be so exciting and the goal it's probably also really really scary and would be quite hard to get used to like this newfound fame that all these love islanders will have like you can't you, you can potentially be getting papped wherever you go people also with fame um, and this is not by the way let me just put this out there this is not me talking from personal experience in case it sounds like that absolutely not but I have seen this like if I've been at events and stuff and there's love islanders there people are trying to catch them out people want to see them doing something wrong so that they can put it on social media and out them whereas before love island a couple of months ago these people would never have had to think about that that's so sad like bless like even like all these videos of like tommy fury and stuff like people are just itching to catch them out and like i suppose you can't be angry that people want to catch them out because people are like well they did sign up to that but oh i don't know I'll never really agree if they did sign up to that. Like, no, they signed up to do a dating show that has all these fun opportunities. They didn't sign up to then people wanting to catch them out for the rest of their life. Do you know what I mean? Uh, but I think that must be really hard to go from one end of the scale to the total opposite. And like Love Islanders, whether we want to admit it or not, are are literal celebs after it. Like they have so many followers and people are really interested in their business. The whole nation's been watching them on TV. Like anywhere they go, I'm sure they'd get recognized. Like that is a huge, huge jump. And my final con, I would say, and I feel like I have a lot of these cons in this point of view because I watched what was that show called I think it might have been on channel four and it was like a sort of documentary style show it was really really good um about all these like ex love islanders and it showed you like all the sort of 
stats of who didn't have to go back to their normal job after it, who did go back to their normal job, like blah, blah, like all these like really, really interesting stats. It was a really interesting show to watch. And um, Coco, who was on one of the seasons, was quite a big part of this. And I think I think she's great. I think she comes across well. And people were so fucking horrible to her, like making up all these lies saying she was in a crazy accident and it deformed her face and all this shit like literal just bullshit but she'd went on love island with the same expectations probably a lot of them go on with like oh like life could be really different after this i probably won't need to go back to my normal job like i'm gonna live this new brand new exciting life and she came out and it just unfortunately wasn't the case for her like she was really open and honest about her sort of experience with it all. And although she'd done some jobs on Instagram and stuff here and there, like it just wasn't enough at this point in time anyway. It might have changed now. But at this point in time, it wasn't enough to fund her life and she had to go back to her old job. So that as well is like so scary. Like I think probably if you tell everyone you're going on Love Island and everyone sees you on Love Island, they probably expect you to come out and instantly be rich and like have this big status and your life is so crazy. And it's probably a lot, a lot of pressure to come out and then be actually a bit disappointed in the results of your time in there. And going back to normal work, there's always that fear, like, do people treat you the same? Some past Islanders have said like how they've struggled to go back to their normal lives because people are like, oh, you're that Love Islander instead of them being just a normal person like everyone else in the world. So that is another another con, I would definitely say. All the pressure that comes with it and kind of your identity being taken away in some scenarios and you just becoming, oh, a Love Islander, which shouldn't be a negative thing, but to some people is a negative thing so guys that was my really in-depth conversation of uh, pros and cons for me personally about the idea of going on love island this really is not something i have to consider just to reiterate i do have a boyfriend i'm in a very happy healthy relationship it would need to be in a parallel universe where i'm single that i would be considering such a thing also think love island would have one look at me and think nope um but my conclusion, I think personally, me in this life, life, lifetime, gosh, spit it out, I would decline the offer. Say I was single and everything else about my life was still the same, but I was single and say I was approached, which I'm not saying I would be just to reiterate, but say I was approached to go on it. I think I would personally turn it down, but I think I'd only turn it down because I already do my dream job like I feel like I, I'm kind of happy at where I'm at of course I'd want more who doesn't want more but I'm quite happy where I'm at and I don't really feel the need to go on Love Island but say say flip it and I was single but also still worked in BT and I got approached I'd be on it in a jiffy I would because I'm like well this could change my life I wasn't liking my job and my career at that point so fuck it why not why not switch it up so I think it's all very situational but I definitely would be really really fearful of the potential cons um, and I think the people who do go on Love Island hats off to them like that is honestly sounds very scary to me and you need to be really brave and really sure of yourself to go on it so I think 
everyone should commend him instead of people slating him. Oh, it's like people who slate the Kardashians. Oh, let's get over it, guys. Honestly. Anyway, I hope you like Love Island. <laughs> or else you probably wouldn't like this episode. But hopefully you did enjoy this episode. It was just something a wee bit different. Something to blather on. I've managed to blather on about it, that's for sure. Um, but I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you didn't, I'm really sorry. And hopefully you'll enjoy next week better. I will be here in your ear. Hello. This time again, next week. I love you. Thank you so much for listening. Have a lovely weekend. Life goes up and it goes down. I know my mom taught me that. I figured why we fool around so little. And we keep track of time. Being so serious. Idiots. Thinking it will matter. Keep me company downtown. Before the clock runs out. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com.